You're listening to the Totally Buzz UK podcast. Hey! Welcome to a brand new episode of the Totally Buzz UK podcast. The podcast that talks about the weird and wonderful stories on the web that you may have missed in association with www.totallybuzz.co.uk. I'm your host, Laura, and my co-host this week is Kaylee. How are you? Are you ready for some weird and wonderful stories? Yes, I am. I'm so energetic and full of energy. Right. This is the podcast that likes to put pep in people's steps. So even though that sounded completely sarcastic, I'm sure we can put a pep in that step by telling you about these weird stories. Because if you're a new listener, let me explain how this podcast works. I have three weird and wonderful stories that have gone under the radar and deserve attention because they are just full on batshit. At this point, Katie knows nothing about what we're about to talk about. I tell her about them. You, the listener at home, are also learning about them for the first time. Then we talk about them, what they make us think. Hopefully you enjoy what's going on. And then, bing, bam, boom, Katie tells about a TikTok that she wants us to go watch. Sound good? It does. It sounds bang it's tidy. Like the first time you've ever heard it in 90 episodes. Anyway, <laughs> should we get straight to it for story one? Yes, please. So I've got this off the Daily Star, but it has been a few places. Kaylee, how are you at DIY? Not great. (laughs) How are you at looking after your car? I mean, I know how to check the oil and fill up the screen wash. Now, let's put cars and DIY together. The flat pack car, which is eco-friendly and a bargain at eight grand. No, they haven't. With their new electric vehicle, it's basically got a flat pack style car, which allows people to have a smaller carbon footprint and incredibly low prices to get their, like, you know, their vehicle on. So, Louvely has created a message to reduce the shipping cost of the cars. It's a nimble little two-seater, which is about nine feet in length, five feet in width, and just under five feet in height, and retails are around eight grand. The car is shipped as a kit, not only keeping the cost low, but reducing, like, you know, the footprint, because by squeezing a further 20 of these cars into standard-sized shipping containers that would only normally accommodate four assembled cars, Mm. just for context. So one... So basically you've got those shipping containers that you love to see in murder mysteries for some reason and cop dramas, yeah. which is the only time I ever see them. But yeah. normally you get four full-size standard cars in them, but with this you have 20 of these cars flat-packed, ready to ship. Okay. It's a futuristic car. The only thing is, top speed's of 55, so I feel like Kaylee's already a little bit out. Jesus Christ. But basically, just describe it, if a smart smarter car had its bonnet cut off and lost right. its cuteness, this is probably what this car would look like. Kaylee, how do you feel about the idea of putting together a car? My first thought is, so am I having to put this car together? It does look like it. I am not tr- putting my faith in that staying together. Right, how bad do you think you would be? You feel like it's one of those things where you put together a flat pat desk and you put out a few screws, but it looks like it works and you just go with it. I mean, that is genuinely how I put things together, yes. Do you know what that looks like? You know the episode of Black Mirror called Swan Dive? What's it oh, about? An episode where basically everyone's on a rating system so if somebody upsets you you like give them a bad rating and then like depending on how many people don't like that person if they've got a low enough rating they're not allowed like in places or they're not allowed to rent certain things or go on flights and things like that and there's a bit in it where she couldn't go on her flight because her rating was so low so she had to rent one of these cars and this is what it looked like i have i have good news for you is it does say because people will have safety concerns at the idea that people will be trusted to put it back. So they basically, there's people out there thinking, man, I don't want Kaylee putting together a car. I mean, um, I wouldn't trust me. Yeah, but there will be, the idea is to have regional mini factories and they put the car together for you. Oh, thank Christ. Because I'm just thinking like we'll go over a speed bump and the bloody back wheel will fall off or something. That would be hilarious. Or the side door. My door. Yeah. But it, it, I think it's great. But they have, if it's obviously successful, they've got a whole range they've already sort of started thinking about. So like a, a little free 
three-wheeled sports car and a small van to add yeah. to the family. I think it's a good idea. Would you not think for eight well, grand, like though? Well, like I said, if somebody's building it for me, then we'll go for it. But otherwise, do not get me involved because that is falling to pieces. Does the car not also remind you of one of those tyke pushers that toddlers and that have? I think it's called a tyke pusher. <laughs> I, don't... I mean, yeah, if you painted it red and yellow. yellow the standard colours. I don't I don't think there's other colours, by the way, but I think when everyone pitches it, they pick the picture the red and yellow one i just feel like anybody could flip this car i want to see it in a fast and furious movie personally could you imagine and when it goes 55 miles an hour <laughs> maximum use Vin diesel wedged in this car really trying to do it <laughs> that just makes you think of the supernatural episode when they come over to the uk or whatever or they're in ireland or something and they're all squeezed in because they're used to big american cars and they like rented a mini or whatever yeah mini has charm I think this could eventually gain the charm because I know you think it doesn't look that great and it does look a bit plain because mm. there's to paint a picture of the people at home it's not only just a weird sort of shape it's also they've done a sort of grey model example so I assume that's just the I standard test pr- like way to go I feel like this is the sort of thing that you'd have like at Butlins you know like they used to have those four person bikes they still do but yeah it kind of makes me think of that if I was going to compare it to anything like that I would have gone more like Kinder Egg cars <laughs> Oh, but it's kind of the idea this looks like a kinder egg cars come to life so where's the number plate okay that'll probably come they'll probably work out all the little kinks like that i just feel like this is the car that would be bullied yeah. it looks like the sort of thing like in a movie where like it'd be the sort of car that you'd like drive under the sea but then wow. like you get eaten by a giant squid that's oddly specific I've seen enough enough ocean movies. I thought you were going to be like, it looks like cars from the movies where it's like, the future of tomorrow is now. Like, yeah, the fallout energy and it's like the 1950s style Oh, no, future. it kind of makes me think, now you've said that, it kind of makes you think of Captain America, the first movie when Tony Stark's dad is showcasing the first, like, flying car or whatever. So to sum up, you wouldn't think about this. You wouldn't buy this. You wouldn't drive no. this. No. It's essentially a go-kart with more panels. I kind of like the idea of a go-kart, though. I imagine it being quite nippy and i'm kind of here for it the design I imagine this being quite a nice car to drive in like italy it just kind of has that like fiat 500 look to it like i can imagine you like sat in the passenger seat eating like a whippy and just like driving about the countryside i love the idea that obviously there's the concept of fiat 500 twitter you know everyone that drives a fiat 500 and they sort of watch love island and it's that image yeah just it getting taken out by the ah it's flat pack car community just, <laughs> definitely they're watching love island but on the side they're also watching the repair shop on bbc one just to mix it up anyway we're on the subject of travel should we move to story two because this might Uh, change your mind about the ikea car so kaylee you don't fly much you don't have a passport so i'm gonna assume that otherwise thank you thank you for outing me yes i've outed you right there so you don't know about the joys of plane delays and plane chaos and anything like that, right? You've only heard Not about them and saw them in music. Nine. Kaylee, what would you say are acceptable reasons for a flight to be delayed? Terrorism. Delayed is the word. Not cancelled for you there. Delayed. Just oh, okay. guys. Maybe like somebody's had a medical emergency or like something they have to sort something out on the plane. I don't know. Bad weather, abusive yeah. passenger, drunk passenger, just a general threat yeah. sort of vibe. So anyway, do you think spilling rice on the floor would be a delay-worthy reason? Get, get your Henry out. Apparently, they probably didn't have access to one because basically, on a Southwest flight, it was delayed after a mystery passenger. I'm, I'm glad they haven't come forward. This is off the Daily Mail. Made a mess in the aisle and the attendants refused to take it off until it was cleaned up. 
Oh my god, get a life. So it was delayed for, do you want to take a guess at how long it was delayed for, roughly? I feel like it's going to be something stupid, like 15 hours. No, it was only more than an hour. Cause oh. it, so, it's. I mean, it's still bad. Well, you, if you miss, say you had a connected flight, that's still like an hour. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. So it's like people boarded from Atlanta, Georgia, going to Houston, Texas. This woman put the incident on Twitter. She recorded it. The flight attendant screamed, who spilled the rice? There's walking up and down the aisles. They refused to leave until someone cleans the rice. No one confessed. Everyone kept them and they had to, the attendants had to set out for a broom to clean it up before the flight could finally leave oh my god people need to grow up but i just think it's one of those things that are like it's not my problem somebody else can deal with that you know i think like it's one of those things that's like i don't get paid enough to deal with this <laughs> and for anyone who doesn't know when i said just get the henry out or whatever in the uk i don't know if it's in other countries but there's a hoover brand called henry hoovers they do have other names like hetty and i think there's one called norman or something but yeah so if you're confused that's why i said uh get the just getting a guy called Henry. I'm the vacuum cleaner, so there you go. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, do you think what the resolution was this was? Do you do you know, do you think the woman went calmly as the flight attendant? As I said very long ago in one of the previous podcasts, many, many moons ago, just pump and forget about it. <laughs> Just vacuum it and forget about it. Just sweep and, sweep and ditch. Exactly. No. Just get on with it. God, it's not that deep. It's a bit annoying. Someone spilled a bit of rice. They're not owning up to it. Oh my God, it's shitty. Who cares? Just clean it up and go. But what was quite amusing is the flight attendant was obviously apologising and, you know, holding the plane up and because she, she wasn't going to be... And then when the rice is getting cleaned up, but she was mad and she let everyone know that they were not raised right and she was disappointed in all of us. So she was trying to argue that she wasn't mad. Wow, she was disappointed. She kind of lectured. That is what the Twitter update was. I feel like this woman was a very is going to be either a very strict mother or is going to be a very strict mother. I feel like I would be one of those people that I'd be like, right, get me a plastic bag and a, and a dustpan and brush. Let me clean this up so we can go. But then at the same time, I feel like they'd be like, well, why are you cleaning it up is it you who spilled the rice but i yeah. just feel like i'd be like stop being pathetic just get me some stuff and i'll clean it up let's go and just to make matters worse and i i just love the idea of this person being oblivious to the situation they were delayed even further because some oblivious passenger took advantage of what they the person on twitter dubbed rice gate to use the bathroom which further delayed the flight <laughs> just coming <laughs> out of the bathroom like oh oh i'm you know what I mean? Like, oh, my bad. I just think, what has the world come to that you stop a whole fucking flight over some fucking rice? Like, imagine that as an actual movie plot. You've watched this whole romantic comedy or whatever, and it's like, I need to go and find Benjamin on the plane. We need to delay it somehow. Rice on the carpet. It's just kind of funny that someone would be, like, just too scared at some point now and probably take that secret to the grave that they were the one that did the rice. So you you could turn the movie into a whodunit. It's just ugh, not even newsworthy. I mean, obviously it is because it's like so outrageous, but just just hoover it up and get on with your lives. I mean, Southwest did uh, issue a statement to the Daily Mail because the Daily Mail must have asked him, like, can you like verify this person's Twitter story? Because let's be fair, you might be like, this person's just created the situation. So I've hmm. seen a bit of rice on the floor. Because you, I would be more inclined to believe the person's made up a story because they're bored on a flight after seeing rice on the floor than it actually be true. Because it's hmm. just insane. But no, they, they basically said this appears to be a normal departure. We do not have any flight irregularity reports or specific surrounding the passengers claim. 
But then it was like, okay, so maybe it did, maybe it did. But then they quickly added, it's not unusual for a flight attendant to request a broom from our airport staff to allow crew to tidy the plane prior to departure when needed. Yeah, you think there'd be a dustpan and brush or go, but I, I guess... I'm not being funny. They give sick bags to passengers and provide food. I'm, I'm questioning now, how sanitary is the plane? Because, like, if you're dealing with food, surely you need products and stuff to tidy maybe they just they brought out a really giant sized dustpan that filled the aisle to like scoop it up if you know what i mean so maybe it's just like they wanted something easier to do it i think they need to invest in a handheld fever thing you know like one of those like little ones you do for like crumbs maybe there's like some weird suction in the air rule that sounds really weird to say they weren't even like they didn't even take off no but i meant that's why they didn't have one to begin with because it's like some once they go up it's like not even so a dustpan and brush whatever it's not gonna affect anybody but i also was gonna say there is way round because i feel like if you didn't have the proper tools like a cup or a bag just scoop it or with you your have hand, those, those old-fashioned like rolly ones you know that you roll it back and forth and it picks up the bits off the floor yeah it does feel very weird but yeah so how would you handle being on this flight then would you have owned up or even like if it wasn't me and I don't think it would be but I'm just saying if it wasn't me I think I'd just be like stop being pathetic and just give me some stuff to clean this up because we need to go there's no point in delaying this flight over some fucking rice let's just clean it up and go I wonder if the rice was Uncle Ben's would be a great advertisement (laughs) Uncle Ben's so good you just don't want to admit you wasted it like there's something you know something there so would you say the flight attendant's completely out of order because they were defending the flight attendant saying I must think they must have been tired or just done a double shift like the woman was quite defensive of them on Twitter. I just think regardless of whether you're tired or not, it's still a job. You're being paid. Just clean it up. Yes, you're there to make sure passengers are safe and have a good flight and all the rest of it and serve drinks and what have you. It does not take that long out of your shift or your day or whatever to just to scoop up some rice. It's just not that deep. Honestly, in, in a lot of ways, this, this has frustrated me. Really? Is mm. Are you now against Ricegate? You're joining the hashtag oh, that's on Twitter. funny. So I'm just starting this new job or whatever i won't say what i'm doing because i'm not allowed to as part of my contract but if somebody spilt some rice on the floor i'd just go sweep it up i wouldn't really i'd be like oh what an idiot like whoever it is like to myself in my head i just clean it up at the end of the day it's causing a problem for other people and rather than being pathetic and saying who did this who raised you whatever as far as i'm concerned i've cleaned it up within a few minutes it's done i mean that feels fair but do you want to know what's probably worse than rice to clean up? Mm. Egg. How is this the next story? Yeah, it's story free because we're going to go into the Manchester Evening News who headline grabbed the attention of listener Mike Kilby to the point where he sent me it with no context. And I was like, what is this? And then I realised why. But dad who gets his son to egg houses says he's doing the right thing and says people give them permission. Wait, what? There's a dad in Oldham who mm-hmm. believes he's found the perfect way to keep his son off the streets, which I think is a very dramatic what? way of saying it. He's a very young kid, so encourages him to egg other people's house. Jason Knight recently found viral fame on TikTok by posting videos of his six-year-old son pelting eggs at homes around his home area. The 29-year-old insisted the pranks of harmless and the pair always returned to the property to clean up the following day. What the fuck? But yeah, to be fair, I'm now starting to think anything will go viral on TikTok just with the right attitude because I just a six-year-old, a six-year-old egg in a house is apparently content. But he said, in my eyes, I see it as a little thing for my son where he cleans up afterwards and it teaches him a lesson. There was someone running around with a machete where I lived a few weeks ago saying he was going to slice everyone up. Weird comparison to make here. 
My son is egging house. He's not running around with a machete. In my eyes, I'm doing the right thing. Okay, right. I have several questions. Go ask. I'll see what I can do. Are the people whose houses are being egged, are they in on it? Then he did elaborate on this because he got thousands of messages because obviously he got a lot of views. And in the video, he's like, the dad's like saying, oh, you know, get closer to the window and take time before, you know, throwing the egg before running away. Mm. So people were like, oh, is this bit targeting houses? But he's like, we're not doing it maliciously. We have people give us addresses, whether it be their family or friends. We always go the back the next day and clean up. It's not like he's running off and leaving it for other people to clean. We show them the address has been given to us and we let the people know who has thrown eggs at them. Right. In my mind, when I was six years old, I didn't think I was allowed out the house. And I think until I was like at least 12, I wasn't allowed off my driveway. You know, I wasn't allowed to go further than my driveway sort of thing because my mum was very protective over me. Right. Why the fuck are you sending your six-year-old out to egg houses? And why is egging houses a good thing? I don't understand what lesson it teaches him. behavior and yes he's going to clean it up and stuff have you ever like dealt with eggs like after a while that is not going to be very nice i mean if he cleaned up as soon as he did it yeah there's also the idea that wouldn't you be like hey this it's okay if i do this as long as i clean it up is a really bad thing to learn yeah i mean i just think this is all kinds of wrong when they say they sort of get permission they sort of got permission for someone to target someone else yeah which doesn't necessarily mean the person that's like me me saying oh yeah can you go and egg my friend laura's house like and not telling you honestly my mother would kill you exactly i mean i wouldn't i just again this is another story that is frustrating me because it's just ridiculous he says that people are divided whether he's doing the right thing or anything okay, well, or wrong thing i'm just which... gonna say i don't know these people but this is bad parenting i think it gets a bit worse as well because obviously he goes on he's giving this interview to manchester even i think this line even if jack gets tiktok famous it's a good thing for him tiktok famous people move to different areas with the money they get which makes me think you're trying to use your six-year-old to get money yeah you're <laughs> or exploiting some sort of him, fame. Basically. or you're or hoping he live or you're hoping he becomes famous and makes a lot of money which is you know an all right hope but i would rather encourage so, my, my child to be famous for something not egg throwing like if so that's I, what they do i assume that the parents go with him his dad does yeah because like his right. daddy will be doing encouragement saying get closer to the window so it, it's kind of like trick-or-treating that's what he'd argue because he does go on to say that he kind of did the videos to keep the old school prank alive because he didn't want the tradition to die which once again i'm going to tell you i've not seen egg in house in the uk no i mean or well TPing or anything but i mean play knock a door ginger that's so much more harmless so the thrill you get from that and you're not damaging people's property you're literally just knocking on a door and running away yeah it's just it's a very weird defense because he just sort of goes on to say that he did it when he was younger and he turned out to be a nice guy and yeah, you know it's just I kids being kids guy's a nice guy and because he's encouraging he's at people's houses to get eggs but he's saying he's, he's, he sees his estate as a bit rough the police are there all the time and they're racing up and down it's not a nice place to live and he believes it steers his kid away from all the other kids swearing and bullying and you know and stuff right, like that but throwing an egg at someone's house is you know nice but he's seen it as a way to deal with things if he falls out with another kid why would you he, he's gonna go egg the house and then he'll come back the next 
next day and be like, see, I told you what I would, you know what I mean? I feel I was fine with the idea, of the, like not fine, but I'm like, people do worse things on TikTok, if you know what I mean. But I also feel like the weird over justification of it has made me madder. I just feel as if this is the podcast episode of frustration. It does feel like that. Well, he was like, these are just like so said, there's so some sweet things. Like he adds really at the end, the last line of the article is like, he's trying to do it for him so he gets a better life. So he clearly thinks TikTok fame and TikTok right, monies like the way out of the estate. But there are ways of going about this. But I feel like if you're that concerned at him on six year six years old, it's kind of like you need to let him be a kid and not be like a TikTok star. Like there's a certain point where I don't know about you, but I feel like you don't want to have your six year old think about fame or money or where just like, kind of enjoy no. what they enjoy. When... I just think like psychologically, what is that kid learning? He's learning to clean. No, but not even that. It's just. He's learning that it's okay and acceptable to do that sort of thing. And if they do make enough money to move to a different area, a nicer area, and that kid's egging houses, how is that area going to treat them? No, he'll probably go back to the what he deems as the rough area where he's getting all the tips and stuff. Exactly. Like so. It's also, like, I, don't, I it's think I feel like... worse egging in an area that's not known to be great. For the sole reason, you don't know if you egg the wrong person's house or someone gives this you an address to someone who's dodgy and you he comes out with, maybe it's the machete person who's missing. But this is what I was saying at the beginning. So, like, he's keeping his son off the street because of the bloke with the machete, yet you're egging people's houses. And as awful as it is as well, like, what a waste of eggs. I don't know. Oh, there's that, also like... that. There's an egg shortage and the stuff. And we just had, exactly. like, the bird, bird like, thing. recently, there has been a massive egg shortage. One, you're wasting eggs. Two, from like a vegan's point of view, so awful. Like at least if you're gonna like use eggs, eat them. But then they might argue, oh, they were they were gone off eggs. Even then. Oh my god, this honestly, I don't think I've ever been this frustrated. I love the idea we are trying to put a pep in people's step, but I feel like I've put a and I was gonna say an egg up your butt, but that doesn't sound right. I really put a, some <laughs> rocket fuel. Face. Yeah, egg on your face, but like in an aggressive way that's really spurred you on. I don't know if people at home because like I said, he did say he's getting some people support him but i guess it's some people it's like well we used to do it as kids or it's just a bit of harmless fun but if you've worked really hard on like making your house presentable exactly. even just having your egg for like a few hours even if they came back and cleaned it after two hours i'd still be a bit pissed like imagine right also imagine work... if you've got a dog or something and they just hear boom 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 against the house and it exactly. sets and upset the dog it. but like not even that imagine right you've just worked a really long shift at your job you've come home to relax and just have a nice evening to yourself and then all of a sudden someone fucking eggs your house how yeah. fucking angry would you be i'd be very angry but it's also like the idea that when they've said it it's like oh well we we show them who's said about their house getting egged yeah like, great. I, I get that I'm saying you egged my house or got my house to be egged. I'm like, I'm going to be mega pissed at Kaylee. But at the end of the day, I'm also still pissed at you two. You could say they're egging it on. You could say that and you could make it that cheesy. And then we could go to this podcast ad. So when you come back, there's a TikTok for you to calm down and keep us sane with. Honestly. Be right back. It's time to squash the beef and settle the debate football beef that is from debating whether david beckham is overrated to deciding whether roberto firmino really is a formidable premier league striker we're grounding out that 100 percent beef that fans have been grilling each other over for way too long each episode features around one player so all the issues can be chewed out and the solution spat out football beef has all the sizzle sizzle 
so subscribe now. And we're back from the ads. Kaylee has calmed down. I mean, she was so angry that she probably heat, could heat up an egg on her forehead with the amount of rage she felt about the egg story. Kaylee, uh, have you got a calming TikTok to end the show with? Do you actually? So this week, I've picked a TikTok that is kind of part of a trend. So not that many people would know this, but I, I would imagine you are as well, but I'm quite a big fan of Wes Anderson movies. Would you agree? Or? Yeah, do you want to explain who Wes Anderson to yeah, those so... who, listen who might not know? You can't just drop out the directors that just because you're okay. so high eyebrow of your movies right okay so there are some directors out there so there's a term essentially it means like the directors have a particular art style when they when they film a film so like you know it's their their genre of movie like you can go that's a Wes Anderson movie or that's a Tim Burton movie or whatever because of the style that it's shot in if that makes sense and like they use yeah, sort of it's similar their trademark stylings they use and stuff actors, they use certain shots certain colors that sort of thing right so Wes Anderson uh, has done quite a lot of movies so to name a few sort of the Grand Budapest Hotel which is very good the French Dispatch he did Fantastic Mr Fox which is one of my favourites Isle of Dogs which I wasn't that keen on but it was still quite good and basically there's a new one coming out called Asteroid City you can you can look up the trailer anyway so Wes Anderson has a very specific niche way of shooting things so it's sort of very, I would say they put sort of a summery, peachy type glow on shot on a lot of them. I mean, obviously there have been some films where it's a lot more grainy and dim and stuff, but on majority of it, it's quite lighthearted and, and shot very brightly. And everything sort of is quite perfect and symmetrical. And then they'll do these sort of like types of zooms and stuff. Anyway, to get to my point, at the moment, there's a trend on TikTok where people are pretending to be in a Wes Anderson movie. And they're shooting it like Wes Anderson with the same sort of colour scapes. And it's just, it's such a nice thing to watch. And like the fact that people get it so spot on as well. And I've included a TikTok of a guy that's been doing it in London. There's several people doing it all over the world. But he's shot it in London, but he's done it in such a such a way that is so close to Wes Anderson. I'm just, it just, it brings me joy. And I just thought I'd like to share that joy and give everybody else a chance to jump on this trend and enjoy it so yeah so this week i've got a tiktok of a wes anderson inspired trend so enjoy i really like it but i it might be because of grand budapest hotel but it's the way they sometimes shoot food and that so picturesque yeah. basically his style of like i think i said it to you when you made me watch the grand budapest for the first time and it's like seeing things from a doll's house perspective looking in yeah it, that's what it makes me feel of. but like everything's so cute and cutesy like the it's like artisan like bakeries and you look at it and it's yeah. perfect french fancy or like symmetrical french and, type thing yeah and that's like thing but it's like if he did a fry up breakfast everything would be neatly laid out exactly like your two it eggs be touching means bacon would be the smiley face it'd just be that sort of energy so it kind of oh, lends yeah. itself on tiktok at, at this point i probably should do a food one and do res Enjoy the trend. I would say it's kind of like a visual ASMR. I can see why you could compare it and say that and say it's an experience like that. And the music, the music is quite uplifting. So, like, I think the satisfaction that people get out of ASMR, that sort of calming, like, oh my god, this is amazing, makes me feel great. It's the same but visual. Yes, like a visual ASMR. I kind of dig that as a comparison. Yeah. And I think this is ASMR if you don't, whatever. It's, I think it's one of those things. It's like Marvel 
someone like you either love it or you hate it but I really enjoy it and I just think that it's something that most people could get on with so I like the idea of the styles uniquely his because I know I've seen people that I'm like this is kind of similar to how I wear Anderson not yeah. quite the same there's a I think it's see I see how you run it's a murder mystery. It's on Disney Plus. But basically, you'd watch it and probably think it's a Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. But I mean, just quite people, not lining up for it, boo. No, all I was going to say is some people have jumped on this trend and they've used the music and they've used the colour skates, but the shots just aren't right. And like loads of people in the comments are like, nah, you've done this wrong. And they were like literally like gone for them. Correction, the so... film's called Let's See How They Run. So I was like, see how you run. I'm just <laughs> okay. a bit stalkery. Like some people are being butchered on tiktok for the way that they've just like completely messed up the well there's shot. little elements because that's the other thing i'd say about the wes anderson film and why some of the tiktoks work better it's the little details with his stuff mm-hmm. yeah find the details so it's, it's the idea of it being like if you miss out one little detail or like a hair single out of place which you know like a mm-hmm. like someone's hairstyle you'll be like oh that's kind of not what wes anderson would do yeah i think the person that i've picked for the tiktok i appreciate the there's so much more because they've done it in London and London being such a busy location you'd think that would be really hard to get shots because there's so much going on and in the Wes Anderson shot it's sort of very much like there's not much going on and you have to be very um, still and you can't have any shaky footage and stuff because it's so precise and this guy's managed to sort of capture that and I just really appreciate it so. Anyway I think that ends on a feel good note. I imagine now someone's going to Wes Anderson style egg egg throwing and you're going to be conflicted but, <laughs> but that we've been the Totally Buzz UK podcast if you like the weird and wonderfulness that this podcast has provided do hit the subscribe and rate us five stars and tell your friends to listen come back for the next episode that drops Monday at 7am follow us on Twitter at Totally Buzz UK and do what you can Kaylee any messages for the audience I was just going to say that talking about Wes Anderson has given me the serotonin that I needed to get over the egg and the rice thing so that's good <laughs> beautiful Goodbye, everybody. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by two chatterboxes and a lovable Geordie at totallybuzzed.co.uk